My next guest is the founder and CEO of Inspire Brand Consulting. She helps high-achieving women specializing in Black women advance their professional dreams, close their confidence gaps, identify their personal brands, and practice living their brilliance. Please welcome Ryan Lissens. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Ryan. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Anna. Good to be with you. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I am excited. I'm honored. This feels like such a privilege and such a delight. I have so enjoyed uh, listening to your shows and your guests and all the wisdom that Aww. is offered. So thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. And I cannot wait to dive deeper into who you are, what you do, because I know you help high achieving women specializing in black women specifically mm-hmm. advance their professional dreams and this is amazing and I want you to start Thank by you. letting us know like how you got started and what like what is that passion like like I want to know all the deets <laughs> yeah how fun thank you thank you for that intro so that is exactly what I do um, I I am a coach I specifically work with high achieving women. And as you said, um, my sort of micro Mm -hmm. um, specialty is working with high achieving black women and women who really are looking to advance their personal dreams. Mm -hmm. And that could be to advance up the corporate ladder. It could be to launch, start, scale a business, an Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial journey. Um, But it's about advancing. It's about women who know that there's more that they want to live. And then there's this really big but, B-U-T. It's like highlighted and neon lights, bolded, underlined, but they Mm -hmm. feel overwhelmed, stuck, anxious, unclear, lacking confidence, Mm. like imposters, waiting for perfect, distracted by all of life, not rooted in themselves, mistrusting of themselves. Mm. You know, can I do it? Can this happen? And I help women to do three things mainly. One is to close their confidence gaps, learn the tools, the scientific tools, the mindset tools, the things that we're going to talk about today Mm -hmm. to support them close their confidence gaps. Two, to identify and live in their personal brand. I call it living in your brilliance. Mm. And number three is to practice this, to put all of that work to practice every single day in real time and how to actually apply what I'm teaching them to their own lives, to their business, to their 
to their advancement of their dreams. Mm-hmm. And so how did I get into this space? And I, I have to say that I had just finished uh, my master's degree in communications and public relations at Georgetown. And Georgetown, through that program, had started a course, uh, like a class, where they offered, um, it was called a career development class. And to launch this class, they had a workshop masterclass offered to, I think it was four of us, four women. But what happened for me as I was in this space was a couple things. One, this is that is my jam. Like my jam <laughs> is helping people to like master themselves yeah. and to be themselves. So, I mean, it was my jam, number one. Number two, I had never heard at that time the profession coaching and actually seen it. It was sort of had, I mean, it's when you look at coaching, it's been around for yeah. a number of decades, but it really hadn't hit like mainstream at that point. And so it was the first time I was really interacting with a coach. Mm-hmm. And then three, this is one of the questions that Sunny had asked. She said, do you talk to yourself as if you were your own best friend? Mm. And Anna, I can still feel all these years later with all the introspective work I've done and all the people that I've helped, I can still feel that charge Mm. of OMG, no, I don't do that. I don't do any of that. I mean, I'm a very optimistic, loving, outwardly, you know, giving, pouring into other people. Everything I had done up until that point was about serving others. Mm -hmm. And I don't speak to myself that way. Mm -hmm. No, I am hard on myself. I feel like an imposter. I feel like I'm waiting for perfection. And it was like, I felt like she read me. Mm -hmm. And it was this kind of trifecta effect where I realized witnessing me and sort of my Mm -hmm. vulnerability and then also witnessing sort of the projection of me as Sunny who was supporting people Mm. dealing with what I was dealing with. And so it was this amazing experience of like, I one, want to really work on myself. I mean, when I say that I this was my jam, like I had already read yeah. so many books. I grew up with a, a father who was all about uh, Stephen Covey and it was cassette tapes. And my mom was about, you know, really um, stepping into yourself as a leader. So I grew up like very, you know, fostering this love, mm-hmm. uh, but I saw the need for my own inner work. And then I also saw how from a professional lens I could do that for other people, it was amazing. So that was really the start of my coaching program is that where I was was really a mirror to to me for me. Because what I, because if if you feel underworked, undervalued, and you know underpaid, then take your gifts somewhere else. Mm. No one is making you go to work. And then you could say, well, I have bills to pay. I've got children to feed. All of that is true. And if you know that you are worth more, first let me say from a spiritual standpoint, you are there's no quantity to put on someone's worth. Mm-hmm. However, in a workplace, if you know that you are not paid your value that you bring, mm-hmm. so let's really bring it to value, not worth, but the value that you bring every day, then take your goods and your gifts someplace <laughs> else. I was really living an experience where 
I knew I wanted more. I knew I wanted to expand. I knew I wanted to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. And the doubt, the the disbelief, the uncertainty, the lack of clarity was what I was really dealing with at that time. So mm. living that like having that kind of be the atmosphere that I was living in and then having this micro day of, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in all of this. I'm sitting at a crossroads. I'm seeing the work I need to do. It, it like it's triggered in me. I see a way that I can help people. I mean, it was really cataclysmic. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the long story that has so many other layers of, of how did I get into this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like this is amazing. And there's so many things I want to like go deeper on. (laughs) Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that really stood out for me was when you talked about closing the confidence gap, Mm -hmm. because I know like confidence is a huge thing, especially like when we're entrepreneurs and we're doing something for the first time and um, like the the mindset things that come up. And I know that when we don't feel as confident, it's maybe harder for us to move forward or to show up in our full power. So what would you say is like the number one thing we should look at to close that gap? Oh, okay. Such, such an important <laughs> question, Anna. Really, really, really important. Most and I, I get I get this theory the wisdom that I'm just about to share with you with uh, from an author named Michael Gerber who wrote a mm-hmm. book called The E Myth Revisited, and I recommend this book for every entrepreneur at any stage that you are in your journey mm-hmm. or on your journey from the very inception of an idea all the way to you're already making a million dollars. Michael Gerber is genius. Okay. So let me state that. So the one of the things that Michael Gerber teaches is that most entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs like myself and Anna, probably like you, we we aren't your typical entrepreneur. We are not, not even in terms of money, but like an Elon Musk who is wired to like purchase business, purchase business, purchase business. (laughs) Like that's not really who, that's like his jam is being an entrepreneur. Like for us, Mm -hmm. we, for me, let me say that for me, I fell into entrepreneurship because what entrepreneurship allows is for me to do what my passion is and to do it on my own terms. Therefore I am Mm -hmm. ex entrepreneur. So what that means is I'm really, and this is what Michael Gerber is teaching, I'm really a technician. Mm. I, my technique, my techni- my as a technician, what I study, what I love, what I am a nerd about, <laughs> what all my books are about, are mindset. Now, some of them have moved into entrepreneurship, but it's really about how to be an entrepreneur mindset, how to like, mm. you know, build your brand from a mindset standpoint. Everything is about mindset, 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 fear, beliefs, like your nervous system, energy, chakras, like, oh my gosh, you could go on and on and on and on. And all of that is wonderful, but none of that is building a business. None of it. Mm. All of that is technician. Mm-hmm. So my technician is super strong. My manager, which is another part of being a, a, um, an entrepreneur, <laughs> is, you know, it comes in every now and again and she wants to control like the systems. But as an entrepreneur, for most people, systems are new. So here's the confidence piece, new. Mm-hmm. Your technician, for, for me, when I came into coaching, my technique was even new. It was new for me. I didn't pick Mm -hmm. up, for instance, I was teaching in the past. I didn't pick up my skill as a technician and say, well, I'm going to start a school. 
I started a whole new technique too. So mm. if as entrepreneurs, if you're taking your, your technique that you already know or something new, you know, building confidence in that is really important. So building mm -hmm. confidence in your own technique is very important, but most of us are already really sound in our technique. We will we could we don't necessarily feel confident in it. Like mm -hmm. we might feel imposters or like we're waiting for perfection and that's another thing, but allow yourself to believe you are a strong technician and let that go. No more technician books. You know, like <laughs> pick up other pick up the other the other books. Most of entrepreneurship is new for people. Systems are new. And mm -hmm. so how to create confidence around being a manager and around being the actual visionary of your business. Couple things. One is and this is much easier said than done, but it is getting comfortable. It is getting comfortable. And what I mean by that is it's actually learning to translate discomfort of newness from discomfort mm. to, oh, my heart is palpitating. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And that means I'm growing. That doesn't yes. mean I'm failing. That yes. means I'm growing. It doesn't mean I don't belong here. It means I'm growing in this. It means this is new for me. And when we can translate our nervous system being overstimulated as growth, if we can catch it and say, this, this is what it is. Right now, I'm on a growth edge. I can take a deep breath. I can tell right now is the, the prime time to load on affirmations. I can do this. I am smart. I can do hard things to begin to Feel the feelings of courage in that moment. Muster it up. What does it feel like to feel courage? It feels like I can I can do this. I appreciate that I can do this. I appreciate, you know, that I've done things in the past. I appreciate that I'm in my zone of genius. And it is really talking to ourselves in those moments mm. that are challenging where we typically abandon ourselves, where we stick with gentle, kind, unconditional, radical love. I am worthy. Mm. I can do this. I can learn this because as entrepreneurs, we're always up against something new yes. and new inherently means lack of confidence because confidence comes from doing it over and over and over again and believing you can do it. And if you've never done yeah. it and you don't believe it, you're you're really like at a negative negative. If you <laughs> haven't done it but you believe it, you know, I have never I've never I've never um like for instance, I've never been on your show before, but I believe this was going to be fun. So here yeah. I am like having a good time. I've never done it, but I have a, a sense of confidence, right? Yeah. Now, if I came onto your show, I've never done I've never met you. I've never been on your mm. show before and I felt, "Oh my gosh, this is this is going to be terrible. I don't believe I'm going to show up and do a good job. I'm at a negative negative and confidence. And so mm. not only is it new, but I'm telling myself I can't do this. So mm. it's about uh, it's about so many things and I've packed a lot in this answer. One, get the book, Michael Gerber, because so many of us are lost in building our technique when what we really need to build are the skills of manager and entrepreneur. So please get the mm -hmm. book. It's such a gift. Two, as it relates to confidence, so much of being an entrepreneur is new, new systems, new ways of being. Who are you? What are you defining? This is nothing about that as technique. All of that is about being an entrepreneur and it's new. It's new. Mm -hmm. So inherently, confidence is going to be questioned. Oh, I love it so much.
much. Yeah, that's so good. And I feel like this is not only like when you're starting it, like this is at every level. Like mm-hmm. I still experience this, like when I launch a new program or do something for the first time, like I still feel those feelings. But like you said, like, I know that I'm capable. I know I, I will figure it out. Like I've, I've come this far. I know I can still keep going. So that, that internal um, conversation that you're having with yourself, I feel is so important for sure. Agreed, Anna. Agreed. And we're talking to ourselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So yeah. we're already talking, but what's the quality of our inner self-talk? And that goes back to that question, are you your own best friend? Yeah. And wow, like how are... How are we collectively? How am I? How are you? How is our, mm-hmm. our next sister friend talking to themselves? Because that that is the only difference between mm-hmm. feeling good and not, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love this conversation so much. Oh, and what would you say is like the difference between not having the confidence and having imposter syndrome? And like, how do you Uh begin to overcome imposter syndrome? Right. Great question. Great question. And let me say that this is from my personal lens, from what I've seen, what I've experienced both within myself and within the field. I would say that confidence, if we were, if we're looking at distinctions, confidence, I would say is like, Okay, what just downloaded as an analogy, it's like a suitcase. It's like the Mm -hmm. big overarching sort of things fit in it. It's the suitcase. Mm -hmm. And inside of the suitcase, of course, are various items. And I would say that the items, one item is imposter syndrome. It's kind of like a bucket of thought. Mm, Then another one is like perfectionism, a bucket of thought. And what I see a lot of too and what I've coined is this idea of distractionism. It's a bucket of thought. But then you've got Mm. some other – other like buckets of thought too, like um, lack of uh, other mindsets. Um, well, buckets, we've got fixed mindset. Now there's there's things that overlap. If you took fixed mindset, another one is growth mindset. So another another sort of like package or another item within this, this suitcase. And you can take each of these mindsets and put them in a Venn diagram. We've got two circles in the overlap in the middle. And you mm. could put fixed mindset in um, imposter syndrome, and they have distinct nuances to them. But then there's a lot of overlapping, like Mm. lack of confidence, fear, overwhelm, anxiety, Mm -hmm. misbelief about who you are, um, the sense of like, um, if you don't know something, then it's an indicator of your worth or your value. So there's like overlapping. So then, then it goes back to the sort of this overarching bucket of confidence. So I, I see them that way. Now, how is how what are some of the nuances of imposter syndrome as it relates to, you know, confidence? It is this idea that no matter what my resume says, what my education says, my experience, no matter what the accolades are, there is a pervasive underlying like very real experience that someone feels mm. that says I am going to be caught. I am a fraud. I don't belong mm. here. Whatever process I went through to get here, like somehow I snuck my way in and everyone's going to find out. I'm going to be caught not knowing <laughs> what's going on. And it's yeah. going to be embarrassing. I'm going to be shamed. I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to embarrass my family. It's very loaded. So it's a very yeah. loaded sort of patterning of thinking. And then the yeah. cousin are like 
like twin to this <laughs> is perfectionism. Yeah. Which is kind of a an outcome of well, it, it can be a symptom of imposter syndrome, but perfectionism is a thing on its own, which is this idea that I, my project, my the way I show up, my um Everything about me, my ideas, they, they have to be perfect and right. Not that I mm. necessarily think I'm perfect. So I don't have to – it's not a need for me necessarily to line up all my pencils in a row. It is if all my pencils aren't lined up in a row, people mm. will think something about me that says to them I'm not perfect enough to meet mm. their expectations, meet my expectations. So I've got to, I've got, I can't let anyone see my pencils. I can't even value my pencils. I can't even love my pencils. I can't even appreciate my pencils mm. until they are perfect. And then they're not perfect enough yet. So I'll wait some more. I'll wait. And so that's this, <laughs> right? Perfectionism. It's very yeah. slow going. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And would you say that like, these three things, when you work on them and rewiring our, our thought patterns and our mindset, is this, is this where we start to truly live in our brilliance? Yes. I say that is when we start living in our brilliance. Absolutely. That's when we start living. The way that I, I'm hearing living is that's when they, we start experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Experiencing living it. I will say for me, the way that I define brilliance is that it's already the qualities that are within you. However, to your point, right, which is this extending living, are you living your brilliance? Your uh, brilliance is in you. It may be dormant. You may tap into it sometimes. Yeah. It may be raging, wanting to be expressed within <laughs> you. You know, that's not a comfortable feeling. Or you may be actually living it. You may be living it sometimes. You may be living at different yeah. degrees. But are you living? Like, are you capital L living your brilliance, where you know it, you own it, you're you're thriving in it, it feels good to you, you're giddy in it, you're happy about it, you're appreciative mm -hmm. of it. That's what I hear living. So yeah, that is. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh-huh. Yep. I love it. That's awesome. living. Yeah, that was That's amazing. Living. Thank Fun. you so much for sharing oh, that. And I feel you. like it's such a process, you know, like I've yeah. been in this for a little yeah. while now and I'm still working on this every day. <laughs> Absolutely, Anna. It is. And yeah. it's, it, it is a process. And I, the same thing for me, you know, with deep intention, it's been probably well, a lifetime, like I said, but starting coaching really, you know, catapulted what I was doing 24 hours a day was this. Mm. And so it's kind of like a starting point. And that was in 2015 so you're talking about 7 years of intense Whoa. deep like focus yeah. and i'm st every moment it's vacillating between okay you know are you using your tools or you're not using your tools mm. life happens and there's spans of days or spans of weeks where it feels really yeah. hard and difficult and so it it is and I, and i i share that one to really normalize people's experience that it is a process mm. and we've been socialized to believe that yeah. it's not supposed to be and it, and it is. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. we think it's overnight that we're going to become millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We really do. And we have yeah. that pressure on ourselves, that expectation. Yeah. And that helps to wane that confidence. Well, if I'm not making a million dollars now, 
then I must not be doing this right. Well, yeah. you just started last week, sweet love. No, <laughs> you know, like that's exactly. not what, you know, what's going to happen. So I know you've been listening to the podcast. So you know mm-hmm. that I'm asking this question to every single guest that comes on the show. Yeah. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Yeah, I think knowing thyself, you know, mm-hmm. sitting with and knowing, coming to terms with what your fears are mm-hmm. and really working to up-level self-limiting beliefs, knowing what your brilliance is, knowing what your purpose is, knowing what turns you on, knowing what excites mm-hmm. you, Be- being that in the now, being it, embracing it, mm-hmm. surrendering to it, like allowing it, allowing yourself to be yourself. It sounds so simple and yet yeah. so many of us are are plagued by it. Like, how do I be me? You know, well, <laughs> it's it's a pathway in. And so being yeah. – and then the becoming piece, we are always expanding. There's always – the contrast of our lives sparks, as Abraham Hicks says, this rocket of desire. I mm. want this thing. I like this new thing. I don't like that, which means I like this. And allowing <laughs> that to be true for you, allowing yeah. the next – evolution of self to be birthed and to continue birthing those. Um, So I will say, know thyself, be thyself, and continue to become thyself. Yes, 100%. I agree with everything you just said. It was so powerful. I loved it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So I know people will want to follow you and, and get more amazing value from you. So where can people go to connect with you online? Yeah, thank you for that. So in terms of following the conversation and everyday connecting, um, Instagram is great, a great place to do that. What I also offer, and I I really invite your listeners to take advantage of this Mm -hmm. free tool, is a quiz that I offer. And it's a very quick, free seven, I think seven question quiz about the confidence killer that per their questions or per their answer is their number one confidence killer. And they can find that anyone can find that at um, inspirebrandconsulting.com. So it's www.inspirebrandconsulting.com. And the quiz is right there. Take the quiz. I'll definitely add the link to the show notes so you can go there and click on it and take the quiz. Thank you so much, Ryan, again for being here. and thank you to your audience. This is, I know this is a powerful group of, <laughs> of individuals. I know I just adore you and what you're bringing. And so I know that your audience is totally aligned with your energy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.